What's going on, everybody? It's another Tail Goats episode. My name is Will Finn. It's Thursday, October 13th. This is a solo episode I'm doing and giving to you live from Oak Island, North Carolina, not in the Goats Den, and I'm by myself. But as tradition holds, I'd like to keep every week the episodes coming out. I'm on vacation this week. I am in North Carolina, as I said before, with my daughter, Bella. Getting away from Ohio, the cold weather. It's beautiful down here, mid-70s. I've got a lot of fishing in this week. Thankfully, Bella has let me get a lot of fishing in. And I caught my first red drum of my entire life. Super exciting stuff. However, that is the end of the excitement that comes with this uh, podcast. Because although we've had some excitement with the Cleveland Browns, we're on the opposite set, side of the excitement again. 30 to 28 losers. The Chargers, Vegas has it right. Chargers minus one and a half. Chargers cover. I, I'm going to keep this episode very, very short and give some thoughts. I have no idea how this roller coaster is going to end. The Browns are two and three. Um, I think it could be summarized by Jacoby Brissett's pretty much. He's your standard, um, probably one of the better. Uh, NFL backup quarterbacks, and when push comes to shove in this league with him, he he he's crumbled underneath pressure. When he's calm, composed, has time, he's been very, very, very good. Um, however, the decision making near the end of the game is unbelievable. In a game where you know the analytics have really came into play with Brand Staley going for it on the other side of the fifty, which made absolutely no sense whatsoever. The math was there for him to do it. And we got the stop, and essentially all we had to do was get a field goal. And uh, the Jacoby Brissett interception, I'm, I'm pretty sure now all of his interceptions are in or near the red zone near the end of the game. He's done very, very well for us. But Browns are 2-3. and three. Um, I, I don't know what else is be, has to be said about the season thus far, that it's a roller coaster, and we're wasting yet again another outstanding effort by Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb now the top rusher in the league. He's been very, very, very good. Um, Gambling-wise, the prop has been to take Nick Chubb over yards every single game. It doesn't really matter. Um, and and that has panned out very, very, very well. Um, you know, from the gambling side of things, on uh, the prime tie picks, you know, I, I don't know what to say right now other than to – to fade us, last year was very good at 35-25. and 25. Um, That's a ba- massive sample size of 60 games. And once again, we made you money if you if you rode with us last year. Um, there have been calls by Brian Nagel for, and others to, to stop doing the primetime picks. But that would be silly. That would be absolutely silly. Um, Brian, I, I wish he would give us his picks more often. If, if if these guys that are complaining about our picks are on the side of being more right than we have this year, which at 27% is not very good. Obviously, as you guys know, 50% really doesn't cut it. You know, to break even, you have to go 52.5%. And at 35 and 25, we did way more than that made people money last year. Um, if you feel like you need to fade us right now, go ahead and fade us. Um, the picks are in the Discord. What the Discord's been been more lively as of late because Andy's been pretty hot when it comes to college football. He's been putting it online in the in the podcast, and he's rode those picks into the Discord. 
You guys, the Discord link is in the podcast. I highly, highly encourage you to go join it. Um, it's been fun. There's, I think, 10 or 15 people in there right now. I'd love to see it get bigger. With uh, the NHL here now, and I know I'm really jumping around, but the NHL's here, and um, there's a lot of people putting parlays and different overs picks. The overs picks in NHL, now, we're getting the NHL here right before the NBA. Um, the NHL has been fun in it that a very simple way to gamble is just picking um, pucks and net, which is the total goals for the entire game. And I'll be honest with you, I watched last night the Avalanche uh, Stanley Cup ceremony, which the game was slated to start at like 9.30, and the game didn't start till 10.10, which they dragged the Stanley Cup um, championship banner raises and celebrations out a very, very, very long time. And the Blackhawks were pretty much behind in, in, in their locker room waiting for this game to start um, before the game or a day earlier, the, the, the box that the the Stanley Cup rings were given, and it's just absolutely phenomenal. You can find that online pretty much anywhere. Um, but I took the Avalanche and Bla- Blackhawks game over six and a half goals last night, fell asleep, woke up to a seven-goal winner. That's very easy. So um, Andy's all over that, and I'm very, very excited to get involved more with that this year than I have in years past because um, Andy, I'm going to give Andy a lot of credit. Andy got me really, really hooked over um, the NHL playoffs last year. Nonetheless, 5-13 um, and 13 this year in prime 10 picks. I know I got a little off track there. 27.7%, minus 8.5 units. We're very, very, very sorry. Uh, a lot of time, we're not canceling prime time picks. I'm very sorry, Brian. We're not canceling them. Um, but I'm encouraging people to get more involved in the Discord and give us your thoughts on each individual game. The official pick will be on at Twitter, at Twitter, at Tailgoats. The official pick is on Twitter. The official pick will be in the Discord. The official pick will be on the Instagram story. The Instagram story we've had fun with, um, the, you know... (laughs) Almost Friday posts. We've been having a little fun with that, but since I'm on vacation, I didn't get to it this week. Um, Super busy week next week with two weddings, but I'll make sure to get more of that out. Um, But tonight's pick, if you're listening right now before the game, before it moves anymore, take the Bears. The Bears is now a pick They were plus one earlier today. The pick was Bears money line. However, we give against the spread picks here. Um, take the Bears, the Bears at home. Um, I'm not, I'm just not, I, the Commanders have burnt me a, lunch, a bunch this year. Feel free to, to fade me. Take take the Commanders on the road if you want. But the official pick for the night is the Chicago Bears pick them. Um, earlier it was plus one. Get them whatever you can right now. I just think they get the job done at home. Okay, MLB. What an exciting, exciting weekend it was at Progressive Field with the Cleveland Guardians sweeping the Tampa Bay Rays. And it did not come without drama. Jose Ramirez, who's been very, very poor in October's past, showed up in Game 1 with a two-run home run that took the lead for good with the 2-1 victory. And in Game 2, what a pitcher's duel. Unbelievable between Tyler Glass now, Tristan McKenzie, plus the bullpens. Oscar Gonzalez with 
the one run home run walk off in the 15th inning. Unbelievable. This team right now, still the youngest team to ever make the playoffs. Every AAA team was older than them. They're playing with house money, guys. And the and the fun the fun part about this is is that, you know, we thought that they were in a rebuilding mode. They asked Jose Ramirez to accept this contract. However, he had to play with his pants on fire, and that's what he's done. Very, very poor in October's past. Big-time moment in in Game 1, and then the, the defensive play in Game 2. Very good in Game 1 in the ALDS. Unfortunate losers, I believe it was 4-1 to the other night. Tonight is rained out. They'll play at 107 Friday. Um, it gives the bullpen an extra day of rest, which they were taxed because of Game 2 Saturday. So that's very, very big that everybody gets one more day of rest. Um, two nights ago Tuesday, I thought Cal was great. You asked him to do too much going a third time against that lineup, and then he got a little beat up. That's fine. Guys, I'm not expecting us to win the World Series by any means, but the, the run has been so much fun. Um, the Yankees are beatable. Listen, if Shane Bieber beats the Yankees in Yankee Stadium, look out. I mean, it's four games in four days, um, if necessary, obviously. But um, I, I'm not. I don't want to be too big of a homer. But very, very exciting times for Cleveland baseball. Very, very exciting times for the Cleveland Browns. Which guys, I haven't even mentioned. You know, this weekend's game against the Patriots. They have a banged up Mac Jones. I have no idea if he's playing or not. It's a very, very, very winnable game. Another part of the roller coaster of this season. The season for the Browns, and I know I'm jumping around, is all about keeping their head above water until Watson comes back. Regardless of what you think of Watson, regardless of what you think of his situation, it's all about them staying and keeping their heads above water as much as possible. And, uh, We'll, we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens this weekend versus the Patriots. I'm going to cut it off here. Very, very, very short episode. Big congratulations to listener Brennan Cutting and his wife Ashton on their new baby girl. Brennan, you're an OG, man. You tailgated the whole day before the Browns. I walked out of the stadium with you as a loser. You went to the casino, won a couple hundred bucks playing craps, and then your wife picked you up. And then she went into labor hours later. <laughs> There's like TikToks on that stuff, like of, of wives uh, being upset with their, their their husbands because they're hungover or whatever when they go into labor. Brendan, you're a real one. Ashton, Ashton, send me a couple parlays if you're listening. And uh, I can't wait to see you guys all soon. Bears, money line tonight or pick them, whichever one you get. And go Guardians. Can't wait to get back home and record with the guys here very, very soon.